Come to the feasts of heaven and earth. Come to the table of plenty. God will provide for all that we need here at the table of plenty. At what tables have you gathered? What meals live in your memory? Were they special occasions such as holidays, weddings, birthday meals? Perhaps what made them special was the food that was lovingly prepared and offered. Or perhaps it was the people gathered and the conversations had. One thing most likely in common at these meals was the sharing of life itself through nourishment in both the words shared and the food eaten. These special meals can take many forms. I remember the meals at my wife Jennifer's parents' home to which I was invited when we were just dating. The large, energetic gathering of two parents, ten children, spouses, and numerous nieces and nephews were often chaotic, joyful, and loud. I smile when I reflect on the possible resemblance to the groups of 50 in which Jesus directed the disciples to organize the crowd before the meal in today's gospel. I confess, confess that more than once, I preemptively took two Advil before arriving at Jennifer's parents' house in preparation for the decibel level to which I was not accustomed. In the home in which I was raised, we sat formally at the table, speaking thoughtful, measured words. If a voice was raised, it would have only been because of a fire. As different as the form of meals that Jennifer and I were raised with, what is in common is the loving nourishment which we received both in words and food. This was a sharing of our very lives with one another. Today we gather to remember in a special way the most holy body and blood of Christ. Like many of the special meals we have shared in our lives, all three of our scripture readings contain life-giving words and food. In our first reading, Melchizedek, a mysterious priest and king referred to throughout the Bible, brought out bread and wine and words of blessing. Blessed be Abram by God Most High, the creator of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High. Jesus also shares nourishing words and food in today's gospel reading. After speaking to the crowds and healing those who needed to be cured, he performs a miracle found in all three synoptic gospels, the multiplication of the loaves and fishes. As amazing as this miracle is, I invite us to focus instead on what follows, that Jesus said the blessing over them, broke them, and gave them to his disciples set before the crowd. And when the leftover fragments were picked up, they filled 12 wicker baskets. Many believe that this was a foreshadowing of the Last Supper and the continuing sharing of the Eucharist at Mass through the Holy Gospel by the 12 disciples and today with our bishops and priests. Paul, in an even more vivid way, shares with us the life-giving natures of both food and words. In the reading from 1 Corinthians, he shares with us what he received from the Lord and handed to you. It is fitting on the mass of the most holy body and blood of Christ, 
we reflect upon the words and food which Paul shares, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was handed over, took bread, and after he had given thanks, broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, also the cup, after supper, saying, This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. Familiar words? Perhaps listen to an even deeper way to the words soon spoken in today's liturgy. We gather here today at this Mass to celebrate and pray. This Mass, too, is a meal, a feast of plenty at the table. Like the special meals we may have shared with our loved ones and those in today's scripture readings, this Mass is a beautiful feast of words and true food. Nourished by words and sustained through the sacrament of the Eucharist, Jesus shares with us the gift of life. For Jesus himself says that I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. During the first portion of our beloved Mass, often referred to as the Liturgy of the Word, we are fed by the readings, psalms, and the Gospels. Through Spirit-inspired written words in the Old Testament, and that of the disciples in the Acts, Letters, and Book of Revelation, we are nourished. What a privilege it is for us to grow in our love and understanding of God through the written word as the Holy Spirit revealed truth. For as Jesus promised in last week's Gospel reading, the Spirit, he, will not speak on his own, but he will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. In a special way, we recognize the life-giving nature of Jesus' own words as we stand for the reading of the gospel. Have you noticed what the priest or deacon quietly says after the gospel reading? Did you hear them today as you responded, Praise be to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let me share them with you. Through the words of the gospel, may our sins be wiped away. Let us long and hunger for his words, May we declare, as did the prophet Jeremiah, when I found your words, I devoured them. Your words were my joy, the happiness of my heart. In the liturgy of the Eucharist, the portion of the Mass following the homily, we are fed by the very body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. We, as Catholic Christians, believe in the true presence of Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity, in the Eucharist. By the power of the Holy Spirit, our gifts of bread and wine are transformed, becoming the body and blood of our Lord. During the Apoclesis, a moment during the Eucharistic prayer in which Father Tom extends his hands, the Holy Spirit descends. I invite you to watch for this Apoclesis just a few minutes from now. We too are invited to share in this transformation as we receive communion eating food which nourishes and sustains us. This is not figurative or just an abstract concept to be dismissed. That these gifts become the true body and blood are central to our faith. For Jesus himself says in the Gospel of John, For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. 
Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. For some, these words may be hard. Many in Jesus' time also struggled with them, and as a result, left and returned to their former way of life. Let us pray for a continued deepening of our faith in a belief of Jesus' presence. May we too declare, as Peter did when asked of his intentions by Jesus, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One, the Son of God. Soon, having been fed by words, we will continue this wonderful meal, a mass feast, to receive as the food the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. May we freely say yes to him, to be transformed and drawn into his divinity. As we hear in a Eucharistic prayer, may we also pray that by partaking in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Meals, feast, shared words, and food eaten, as wonderful as many may be this week, let this Mass be our most precious meal. Come to the feasts of heaven and earth. Come to the table of plenty. God will provide for all that we need here at the table of plenty.